Welcome to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about empowerment, we talk about practices, different ways of opening up to the fullness of self. I am incredibly excited for today's episode. It is a totally random, off-the-cuff, not-from-a-live-stream recording. This is me hanging out with my partner, uh, who I have never brought onto a video, I have never brought onto a podcast or a live stream, ever, 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 ever. Um, honey, say hello. Good eye. <laughs> Good to be here. <laughs> so we can call him Stav. That is what every woman in rewilding knows him as. Um, and I, he has no idea what the topic is today, actually. I just said, hey, babe, do you want to do a podcast with me? And he said, okay, am I going to be on video? And I said, no, 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 we'll just do audio because we're actually out in the woods hiking. Um, I shouldn't call it the woods. We're in Australia, so we're in the bush. But to me, it's woods everywhere. And um, so here we are. And the topic... Uh -oh. He's gonna kill me. He's gonna kill me. He's gonna kill me. I want to talk about the sexual awakenings and healings that happen for men. Oh, <laughs> this is a setup. <laughs> um, we talk so much about women's work and womb work and yoni steaming and the importance of loving touch and mapping the yoni and things like jade eggs and obsidian wands all for this kind of purifying cleansing and awakening of of our our sexuality as women and that particular area of our body but I don't think we're talking about it enough for men. And I would love to explore a little bit of that today. <laughs> Very interesting. Interesting topic. <laughs> um, Stav and I have been doing... We've been together four years. And our relationship has explored... Many, 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 many aspects of, um, I would say, of, of tantric relating. Uh, not from a perspective of some of that, like, new-agey bullshit tantra that you see out there. Um, Stav and I have actually never been to a tantric workshop or retreat together. We have never... No, no, I take that back. We did go to one, like, three-hour tantric intro workshop honey how did you feel about that oh it scared me i didn't like it you know that <laughs> tell me why why did it scare you uh it was interesting for me to see that kind of circle um considering the circle i've been involved with being with you um what i did notice and what i did feel was a lot of distortion yeah <laughs> so that itself scared the crap out of me and again i mean i was in that learning sort of circle as well but I think my gift has been feeling that distortion from the masculine side. Yes. Which sort of blew me away. And, as you know, it uh, was pretty difficult for me to be in that space. And I think we haven't gone back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's an interesting circle. And, and I guess from my perspective, I always look at things 
differently, but I always feel the distortion more, as you know, in the masculine. And when I feel that, I get triggered very quickly. Yeah, so, and I'm not just saying this because I'm Stab's partner, but I share this um, just to kind of give maybe some insights to you, um, to those listening. He is such a protector of women, such a protector of women. And it's funny because we were joking about this last week uh, with a friend of ours that uh, he will always defend women, and especially when it comes to sexual distortions. And, and Stav's kind of got a nose for purity around, around sexual distortion and around sex. Yeah. Um, so just, just to give everybody a little bit of a, of a background... Sorry, honey, I cut you off. What were you saying? No, you didn't cut me off. I think it's good. I just feel that whether it's any kind of dealings, I guess I feel that kind of that vibe. And once I get on that vibe and I sort of ask myself, what is their intentions? And once I feel that, I then try to try and block it out. I mean, but it's hard to. And it's like you come to the woods for your nurturing. I mean, i got to come to the woods too now for my nurturing because... You just get caught up in that energy, and you can actually and you can actually feel it. And it's yeah. no different to it whether it's shaking someone's hand or whether it's encountering a sexual relationship with a partner. It, it's the same kind of energy or vibe that I feel, mm. which is tricky, and it's not always healthy, as you know, being yeah. together. Um, some things that I've said to you, oh, you go off to nuts, you go crazy at me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting to to share this, and and maybe there's plenty of other men out there that feel the same, but can't express that to their partner because they react well guess like you you know um, and it's hard to because you don't want to be judgmental so you know you come from two different places where you're very open yeah can I share a word that I love discerning yeah yeah so not judgmental but not just like splayed open but discerning very discerning and and so to go back to how we dove into this um, this little side side tangent is we haven't done proper tantric workshops or retreats together. It's been very organic for us. And that's really the point that I wanted to make mm. is it's it's been extraordinarily organic, so much so that we've gone to teachers who teach tantra and have shared some of the things that had opened up for us and the teachers looked at us going oh wow that's um that's a bit beyond what i've known or read or experienced right remember that oh yeah 100 percent. i mean it's always we're always challenged to that you know i guess everybody's experience is a little bit different but when you come at the heights that of expectations that yeah. we we want to love and experience it. What's the word tantric mean, really, for me? I don't even look at that word. Yeah. Um, it's really finding and, and expressing, not just physically, sexually, or mentally, the whole energetics of loving someone in that whole package where it's all completed as just the one thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was listening to Andrew Harvey um, the other day love how Andrew Harvey talks about tantric practices and he was talking about it you'll love this, I haven't shared this with you yeah. um, and he's talking about 
it from a from a place of worshiping the divine in your other in your partner so if you are embodying so for me let's say i'm embodying the divine feminine in my interaction with stav i am actually worshiping every aspect of him every part of his body every part of his being his mind his emotions his heart his leg his toe his face as the expression of the divine masculine yeah yeah and i i love that simplicity of it of that being tantra of you work the polarities and you come into absolute devotion to the other from that perspective. Now it doesn't mean that you have to stay in that polarity, right? So we can dance in in both, right? You can dance in the feminine and I can dance in the masculine. Um, but it's just that absolute love and worshiping of that person's fullness. It's it's all that. It's it's not easy. But you know, being present to is allows you to feel all that, doesn't it? Like, I mean, being present to your other partner. Stop staring at me yeah. like that. <laughs> She's being present. I am being very present. That was one of Stav's... Um, so, so Stav also... Stav doesn't read books. He doesn't go to workshops. He doesn't do men's events. He... Um, the beautiful... The part of the beauty that I love about my partner is he comes from this experiential standpoint of everything for him is just an experience and he started talking about being present not having read about being Shiva or not having read about being the divine masculine just from a place of when I'm present magical things happen well it's it's happening it's always happening isn't it I mean I guess coming from my background I mean playing sport all my life and being such a selfish individual right (laughs) um and not really understanding the word presence but i mean like i said yeah i always thought it was a gift and to understand it's spelt differently right (laughs) but for my my truth is you know like sometimes you you got to go back and look at i mean i always look at my father and i look at his way he loves my mother and i look at my mother the way he loves she loves my father yet for years and years and years i've been blind to that i've not even (laughs) engaged in that love, you know what I mean? And I guess when you sit back and look at those kind of things and obviously you run into a war and you go, what's going on with your life? What's happening? Then you start learning that there's more to about more to life than just being selfish, right? Um, and how to love not just yourself but the person yeah. who wants to be with you and wants to be in that circle, not keep pushing them away. How to love, you just saying that has reminded me something that I wish somebody would have told us. Let's talk about what we wish somebody would have told us four years ago. So here's a really big one for me. When I first got into a relationship with Stab, I wish that somebody would have told me when you start to work with the fire that is Tantra, it will bring up all of your hidden aspects. It will bring up your shadow. It will bring up all of the parts of you that are scared to love or that run away from love or that can't, you don't feel like can be loved. Mm. It will bring up all of your shit. 
And I wish that somebody would have told me four years ago, this is what will happen, Sabrina. And I say this all the time to almost everybody when I talk about our relationship is no stone left unturned. There is no stone that is left unturned when you start to go to these depths with a partner. When you come to that absolute nakedness, the absolute vulnerability, the absolute truth of what is hidden, it is deep, deep, deep shadow work. Well, it's, it's deep shadow work, but from my perspective as well, I mean, God, I don't think I would change any of that because no. every time a stone's been turned, our sexual or our lovemaking, which I love, reaches another, another height. Absolutely. And, my God, I mean, I can't express myself that and the importance of that. I mean, knowing that you can love your partner even more than what you loved the, the day before. Is that possible? Well, God, every day is a, a different day, right? And every day you seem to love someone or that person being, for you, me, being you, more. Mm-hmm. And you, you, I mean, how many times you ask me, can you do this? How do you do this? Well, I guess... I must be turning over some stones, right? <laughs> For sure, right? So if I can continually do that, and obviously you do it to me, then you appreciate each other more, right? Because yeah. we're open. We're... And you know, right? There's nothing hidden. We were talking the other day, and we were saying, I was kind of making this goofy analogy about um, cards. You're holding, a, you're holding a hand of cards. Let's say you've got seven cards in your hand. I think that most people get married having only shown the other person three of those seven cards. They've still got four hidden cards in their hand. The poker four, face. Four hidden cards are in their hand, right? And then you get married, move in together, have some kids, all hell breaks loose, and you're going, what? I didn't know this part of you. Carolyn Mace talks about we're all, we all consist of 12 archetypal energies. Well, you don't take all 12 out on the first date. You take the good three, right? You take the nice three. <laughs> Well, you leave the other crappy nine sitting at home. Well, I didn't get that. I've got, I think i got... you got all 12 in one go. i got 12 in one go. You oh, did, yeah. Only because I could see them, right? Sorry, baby. <laughs> but that's the beauty of it is when you come to love, and to me it's this, it's authentic love because I actually love you for who you are, for all seven of those cards, all 12 of those archetypes. Oh, thanks, babe. That's good. <laughs> Who knew this was going to be a feel-good episode? Yeah, yeah. But I think we should go back to what uh, what you were speaking about before and regarding you know, how all the women are having all these yes. experimental, or not experimental, getting all this magnificent work done on women, but yet the man has also got a, a part in it as well that he needs to clear up when... And it's like we experimented something the other day where, you know, there was a lot of healing for me down there and misloved or mistrusted or misguided. And it's to open up to that and have that part of me be loved, but also accept to receive in in a way that it's not a distorted way of thought. Yep. And to appreciate that part of you wanting to love me that way was actually quite surrendering and quite surreal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, um, and as you know, wiped me out for two days, right? And literally, <laughs> and he was in bed sick for two days. It was such a big, um, such a big session. Or- well, yeah, you're surrendering as a man. You're surrendering a lot of, oh, let's say, hidden power that power that you think you have as a in a relationship with a female, right? So that part of me was to be surrendered, where I didn't think that I was in control sexually. Not that I've ever felt that, but. 
there's obviously a part where you think that it is a control part you know, having you know I surrendered that and, and basically to finally probably once well maybe we've done it's happened many times but that was the most opening part of me where I actually felt okay this is very even this is very beautiful this is very mm. open this is not a part of me that needs to feel anything else but to be the receiver for once in a, in a way that it's actually stripped right yeah that, that was stripped and it felt really good and I'm sure we've experienced that many times but I don't think I was aware to that Just, or conscious to that yeah and to me it felt like a deeper layer than we've ever gone to oh, yeah. around the sexual healing for you 100% and I mean we are here and we've spoken about this many times but even when you're doing your workshops that a lot of women are doing this but how many men are actually conscious <sighs> to that um, how many men are actually open to surrender to that and actually let their lower abdominals just relax and give in to that yeah and, uh, because it's it's like the the roar on a lion it's, it's always there you might be able to tame it and feed it but the roar's there right and if you if you actually can let the roar be free. Oh, God, that's it. Yeah, if you let that roar be free, then God, isn't it, I mean, opening to not only feel that, but even when it's inside, you know, like being inside your yoni with that open freeness. Yeah. You know, of and the, the and magical the, parts that come out of that. And I think a part of it, just speaking from my perspective on it, is you know you talk about like the raw lion you know that like raw power there how it feels to me is there is so much raw power there yeah so much raw power there and for me to come to a place of i want him to be in his full power i want him to stand fully in all of his roar because I trust it. Yeah, that's the... That's the I one. don't fear it. I trust it. Yeah. So for me as a woman, I know up until our relationship, I never trusted that raw power in a man. Never. I never trusted. And I would always do little things to either take him out of his power I wasn't conscious of doing these things well, no one is right I mean I don't think anybody is conscious of either sex or the masculine or the feminine at all being I mean you're not conscious right. of that but, I, but you get to a place of being conscious about it where you catch yourself and you go wow I have actually just done something to disempower my man yeah. Out of some sort of fear in myself or rubble. Out of some sort of rubble that's sitting in my system, that's how I've acted. Yeah. Look, I just think it's... I guess with all the stones, we always completely turn up and, and the energy work that we do. I guess we leave nothing left bar for it to be looked at me at times. It's not always about you. Um, and if... Thank God. And if you're nurturing, <laughs> if you're coming from some good soil and I'm coming from some unclear soil, then the mix isn't going to be the same. Yeah. We're not going to get the same growth there, right? We'll get yeah. growth. We'll get light. Yeah. But once we can mix our pots together... And this is have... another thing that's really important to Tantra. And, and a tantric partnership is both people have to be willing to do the work, both in relationship and also outside. 
it's it's an equal right like this equal commitment to it so that you stay on equal ground like you're just saying like if i come with clean soil you come with dirty soil we've got a problem we've got a problem and and before coming to that place whether it's loving you or or greeting you in the morning or kissing in the morning you know what are your processes that you're doing to actually yeah come to that place where you just want to kiss the girl or the partner or your, whoever it is, your lover. Yeah. You, know, you know, what's happened, you know, whether it's in the dream or whether it's the day before, you know, that you had all that purity, what's made that little bit disturbed today or, you know, whatever you've encountered, whatever you met, how do you get rid of that process? What is it you need to yeah. do? Yeah. Um, because, you know, look, from our experience, I don't think we've ever made love unless it's come from the same pot right where we've, we've been in the same yeah there's a energy. lot of energetic stuff that happens before we make love um, the you know the clearing out whatever needs to be cleared out or opened up or um yeah what's your thought though what's your thought with helping men how can how can we help men i mean what can i do to help men or explain myself look part of it babe for me is there are men in this world who are kind of on that like cutting edge of it and the more that these men push the edge the more that they're just energetically opening the door for other men to go through yeah Yeah. right so the further these men who are doing the work and who are at these levels are pushing even further into healing all of their their distortions around sexuality right yeah so that's just one i mean that's just like the ripple effect which we always talk about just that energetic opening of the door um but i also think i can talk about it from women's from a woman's standpoint of (laughs) we were laughing on retreat i told you about this babe we were laughing on retreat a few weeks ago and I was telling the women, we were talking about men, and it was a sacred marriage workshop just for women. And we're talking about, well, how can we get our men um, on board? How, what, how, how does this work? What do we do? And I kind of cracked this joke about, well, you, you have to become a cock worshiper. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly right. But it is that. like, and, and I joke about being a cock worshiper, but to me, we as women, we have such power to initiate, to love, to heal men, especially in the bedroom, especially when, when men are naked, when they're vulnerable, when they're open. They open to us women in ways that they don't open to their guy friends, right? And so, so we've got this beautiful capacity to just love them to initiate them right to but we have to come from a place where we're not scared and we want you in your full power yeah well it's so true because i mean and working sorry baby can i just say one more thing and working in these archetypal energies you you naturally they naturally start to flow through you Mm. So this has been a big thing for Stav and I is just working and opening and being initiated into all of the archetypal energies. They flow through you in ways that will heal, that will initiate, that will open your partner. So we might be, um, we might be in a session to, and I say a session because it's not always lovemaking 
it's lots of other things that go on, but we may be together in our in our practice together and ISIS. So this just happened last week. ISIS might come in for I for whatever it is that this man needs in that moment. Yeah. And, and it's this gift to him through that archetypal energy, through the magic that like ISIS holds. Look, it's a, it, it is that, but it also has to be the man has to be in that place to allow that energy to come through you and through me, okay? So it, it doesn't mean you just can't draw from that energy. The man has to be at that place of wanting that love, and you have to be at the place where you can actually see and feel that yes. and draw that archetype in. Yes. And I think for a long, long time, and I'm, I think I was like that too, where the women... Or the partners. I mean, our penis or our cock, whatever we want to call it, we've always separated it from our body. You know, what mm, I mean, we've always. And this that's is been, one of the big healings. It is a big healing because, you know, we are so sensitive to it down there, right? We are very sensitive yeah. to satisfying our partner, um, yeah. whether it's big enough, whether it's whatever, whether it does this, whether it can do that, you know, whatever it might be. But that's. Once you can fully understand it's part of your heart and your body and your movement and your energy, then it, that's the gift. Yeah. I mean, that's the magic. I mean, that's where it all comes from. And I think too much comes from the mind. And like I've always experimented with the thought of, and I talk about it a lot with friends, that it's very easy for a man to move on because his energy goes from his, obviously his penis, to his brain if it stopped to his heart then he'd quite think he would actually think about the damages he's doing to himself and what energy right. he's carrying on to his next right that next innocent hence yeah. my protection to the feminine right yeah what what's he then taken to that next relationship or yeah and i think that's the that's very dangerous for me and I, and I look at that and i think we ran into a friend the other day and we were talking about you know finding the right man and where do you find that man and and you know having random sex and I think I said well that's not going to give you the right energy is it right but it, this is your temple well that's my temple that's what works for me okay um, but I feel that I feel once you can own that as well and take a clean yeah and filled I, I would say that sorry yeah you're right keep that going um I would say that I actually have no idea what I was going to say Oh, no, I do know what I was going to say. I would say that the way that a man's, how you say penis feels disconnected from the rest of his body, I would say that a lot of times for women, their yoni feels disconnected from the rest of their body. This is why women aren't having cervical orgasms, because that part is not fully alive. It's disconnected from the whole Whole body. body. Same for men, like you. Um, You know, when you started having the full body orgasms yeah. and shifting from just like the regular old, like ejaculating, you know, just sensation to Power. a limited degree, Power. right? Yeah, like yeah. now the sensation to just roll throughout your body for hours and hours. Yeah. It's, it's like that had to be a connection. Like that connection had to happen. Yeah. It had to happen, but it had to happen with only happening with your doors being open. All right. And with you experiencing the cervical orgasms, it's because my door's allowing... See, and this is what I'm saying, is women doing the work 
can initiate the men into it, yeah. right? Because you've never gone anywhere. You've never done any... You've not done any workshops no, around this. No. But there's a man. the man has to be in that place, and that place is being present and not judgmental, loving the hell out of his partner yes. for all the process that she's gone through. Yes. And that will open him up and allow him to to that place yes um, because he'll if he's very present and connected to his body he'll feel the yoni especially suck his himself or suck his penis into that cervix it actually yeah. draws it's like a magnet I've told you this before yeah where sometimes it comes from the top of your spine but it actually it draws more it draws right. you into the depth of your yoni and peels off many layers and sometimes I mean you know yourself how many layers have we had to peel off and, and yeah. that we went through in regards to even yourself, you know, like opening those those openings. Whether there was some laughter, there was some pain, there was some magnificent orgasms. But yeah, it takes a lot of work to get to that, you know. But I definitely believe that you're right on that. Uh, the women are who are in these retreats or doing this work with rewinding can really initiate their men. Um, and and it's also not to say that men can't do workshops oh. or can't go to retreats. Right? So, hell yeah for that. Hell yeah for the men's work. Hell yeah for the men's circles that are out there. Hell yeah for the people doing men's work. Yeah, right? Hell yeah for our rewilding for men and women workshops. Staff's been, staff's facilitated. He supports um, when we do men and women's workshops. We say we don't, I don't do work. I do a heck of a lot of work. Remember <laughs> that. I mean, let's be realistic. Who am I dating? Who am I with? Who's my partner? I mean, I'm not just dating. Mary sorry, from down the corner shop. You're right. So <laughs> poor man. Yeah. So I am doing a lot of work. Fine print on your soul contract when you came in. I did. I did. But I didn't have my glasses. <laughs> I misread it. <laughs> but um, I think I, that's that's the beauty of it, though, babe. I think you know those workshops that the men have come to have been seriously opening. But it doesn't stop there, and yeah. the women are continuing. And unless the women open up to the men who are continually doing the work yeah. in the rewilding, then the men will get separated again. Yeah. And they get left behind. Yeah. And there's only so much work we can do. I mean, some of the guys could be married. I mean, and and, it, and they're working hard jobs. And, and sometimes the women need to be conscious of that as well and putting them in that space to do some work together. We've yeah. done mounts of hours together. Oh, um, my God. Whether I'm holding space for you or whether you've held space for me. And and sometimes it has nothing. I suppose you have done the work. Oh my God! You? Come on! <laughs> Look, I've poor, just been knocked out for too many days. I mean, <laughs> he's been in the wheel so many times. He's been through every single archetype so and, many times. And this bloody wheel I get into has got no bloody horn. I mean, I wish I could pick the horn and say, "Get out of the way! I'm out of here." But look, it's the the work. The healing parts that come from it is, is so much. I mean, look, there's a lot of different stuff that comes out of it. It's not just, you know, the trust, the, the loyalty, the respect of your partner. or, or you, But it's more yourself and making yeah. you become a better player or a better person. And, you know, a, a, whether it's a husband, partner or person. I mean, once you get to that sort of level uh, or, or that, that stage in life, of course you're going to be able to love your partner with the full body right 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 i want you to give some of the women some inside scoop on on you men on men not on me wow on men like 
some what, so what, what men are we looking at are we looking okay, at men actually at... here's a question i have for you so <laughs> let's <laughs> not not like nothing like putting you on the spot hey so you've told people my name so there's going to be men now that know me they're going to hunt for me now i'm telling the inside stories that's of... all right you can just send them my way oh yeah i'm I sure that'd be good i've got your back babe here we go again <laughs> um okay i would you don't have to give us inside scoops so happy to a woman goes to a rewilding retreat. Yes. Let's say it's a deep yes. dive. She's in for four days. Yep. You know what happens. Yep. She comes out. She goes back to her man. Yes. Who has no... Oh, Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the work she has just done, the yep. spaces that she's just yep. stood in. What would you suggest? And this doesn't just have to be for rewilding this could be for any sort of like big work that you're doing or big transitions or transformations or openings yeah, that you're yeah, doing yeah. around the feminine or around sometimes the masculine archetypes but they come home like what would you as a man love how could i help you to support me or how could i how could your man support your partner their partner is what you're saying what would you suggest for a woman to come in she walks into that space yeah He's been drinking beer and watching footy all weekend. That's that's dangerous space, you know. It's it's really dangerous space. And look, I can tell you what I like to do. Knowing... What would you like to see from a woman? What would you like to see from me? Like communicate to you? Um, I think the best thing you can do just get you in the bedroom. No, no. Look, when that's not really the place. No, well. I think what the man needs... Because, look, we, sometimes we are blind. Yeah, you know I mean? We're unconscious of... You know, we're in battle. We love battles. So we don't know that beautiful place you've come from. A lot of You're the men in the don't... battle of footy all weekend. We're in battle of that masculine, crazy energy. And it's run through and breaking things. And we're, we're in that world. More, yeah, not, yeah. more, than, more, more there than what we are in the other life of... You know, where it's loving and, and touching and, and compassionate and feeling and all that kind of stuff. But I think what I'd like to see, and you're very good at it, I mean, we're good at it because we've done it so many times, is to maybe communicate to the man or to your partner before you go. Yeah. You know, like before you go, go, look, I'm going to go into this extreme place of unknown, really. It is an <laughs> unknown what's going to happen. It, it, she could come home being a rage. Explain to the, yeah. the rages of the range of the volume where it could be it could be a high it could be a low and I think if he can tap into that it doesn't matter what he's doing all up to that time but once he knows his partner's coming home in that hour he's, if he's aware of that he can create that space for that and creating space and being ready for whatever storm's coming in it could be a sunlight it could be right. a raging storm or it could just be she just needs loving and loving is not just from a, a place of wanting sex. Yeah. A man can't want, doesn't want to, she doesn't want to feel that. She doesn't want to feel that. She just wants to be filled, wants to be loved. Yep. Protected. Yep. And giving him that, that, um, that communication prior to she, her going away is vital. Because then he yeah. can be, he I can like be aware that. of that. I do. Remember, like we're that. not switched on as much as others and we have influenced by other people as well yeah we've got other things happening in our life so if that can happen then she can come home to a really warm 
place and the man being in that really healthy masculine and, and healthy feminine he's very balanced in the household and it could be very light with a light candle just whether there's tea put yeah. on or not just the less she has to, to, to think yeah. when she walks into that space the better and just feel her just feel her energy and we and should write a little cheat sheet for partners for the men <laughs> yeah I, I just think look at look from your perspective i know how to you know when you come home and whether you, you've had a raging um, workshop with Carly or whether you've gone into a completely soft, loving archetype, it's still very much the same thing. You want to be yeah. held and loved, right? And yeah. not be controlled or pushed or told what to do. Just want to fill into your, your space. And and things unfold slowly. And if a man can be present and connect with that, yeah, there's some beautiful um, things to feel and pick up from it. And it's... You're in your most vulnerable position. And if we can be in that place where we can be trusted, yeah, then there's a lot more openings that will come out of just that yeah. one hour you being back home. Yeah, yeah. That was a big word that you said there. If we can be trusted. Yeah, yeah. It is such a big, big, big thing. It is, isn't it? Cause From you guys... the deep deep level the deep layers the the hidden the unconscious we don't even know that we're not trusting yeah we don't even know that we can't open we don't even know that we can't surrender we might know we might know because we feel like we're bossy and we feel like we don't have good orgasms well those are all just like telltale signs that we don't trust we don't open and we don't surrender um but it's on so many deep levels, right? There's so much clearing to be done, so much healing to be done. And I think I want to talk just a little bit about this from a standpoint of as women, you know, we are working toward healing, being in this oppressive environment for hundreds of years, being oppressed, being the ones who've been raped, who've been taken advantage of, who've been used and abused. And kept quiet, right? You've had to hide that. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, so many women are like, well, I'm just working to find my voice, my my truth, and to be able to speak out, to be heard. Um, So, so yeah, we are working through all of that stuff, but also to to turn the tables and go men are working through being the oppressor being the one who raped being the abuser being the one who trampled over top of the feminine yeah look we so represent that's that's a wounding in a man that's just as powerful as the wounding that that we face as women and i've experienced it with with you right i mean i'm not the one doing that but guess what i'm holding that energy that's just it you know, so it's, that's exactly I'm conscious so with it all i'm still representing that part of the masculine collectively it sits in your system For sure right and unconsciously we don't know that but the fact of the matter is it is still in line with us right we're and, holding that and so it's working through those same wounds I mean working I mean they're different wounds but it's this to the same degree that us women are working through it 100%. and so when we talk about sexual healing for women hell yeah 
Hell yeah. But we also need to start talking about sexual healing for men. And, and this whole thing for men, and it's, it's, it's not just, um, it's, it's the healing of all the distortions. Oh, we come from that, we, us men, come from a place thinking that we, we're supermen, right? We, we can't, right. we can't be broken, we can't, we can't do this, we can't do that, or we think we can do it all. But the fact of the matter is that it's that part of us that we are suppressing and it's that part that you guys are feeling, right? You're feeling that distortion in us because we are not opening up to it. We're yeah. not. We're not. We're not opening up to it. And once we don't own it, if well, we don't own it. That's the shadow. That's the shadow, right? And it's that's the shadow, knowing that there's that the masculine's out there doing that, yeah. and we've got to be conscious of that. And we experienced something. I mean, something like that happened to us the other day. We unconsciously, I took us into a place where it wasn't great, and. I wasn't aware of the protection oh, of your body, right? Right. I mean, it was just a simple massage, but yet, <laughs> let's be realistic, right? You just never know when the stone's going to get turned over, do you? Yeah, and I mean, that was an, a, a perfect example of the unconscious of not listening. I wasn't listening. I yeah. thought I was doing everything right in wanting to take care of you, nurture you, right? Yes. But at that time, you felt complete opposite. Yeah. And you lost trust in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it so quickly can be, you know, it happens. And, and, and that was the part that I had an opportunity to listen, right? I had an opportunity to listen to what you wanted. Yep. But yet, the distortion that you feel in the masculine, I... So, can I share the story? Yeah, yeah, it's a ripper. It's a good one. It's a great example. And I think this will illustrate... Um, it illustrates it better if we just share the whole story. Uh, so... It was just after a work... Was it just after a workshop? No, you're work, preparing retreat? to go to mystery school. Uh, preparing to go to mystery school. And Stav is the, the best support on the planet. The best energetic support. Like, there's always preparation energetically that, that Stav and I do. And so this particular time it was just this beautiful massage like look let me just massage your body let me get you ready because it was just after a retreat so we oh, had sorry. a retreat and then we're going into mystery school okay, so yes, i was so. still sore from dr- i drum for hours right so social all this stuff so he is over and he's like yep let me let me give you a massage and now i'm in a place of of not wanting to open sexually because <laughs> bec- right because all of my shakti is is in preparation for mystery school so my whole system is starting to get wired to hold shakti for mystery school so we talk about sex transmutation this is exactly what my body is naturally doing it's taking all of my sex energy and it's starting to transfer it into this place where i can open up the doors that we're about to walk into unaware okay (laughs) i'm unaware so he's he's he doesn't know We've not talked about this, that that's what my body does. Um, I think we, you know it on another level, but we've not ever communicated this. So my whole system's in this place of, I don't want to be sexually open to my man because all of my stores of sexual energy are in preparation mode. They are all being held because I've got five days of really, really big Shakti-infused work that's coming up. Again, I have no idea. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to love you. Yep, yep. Yeah. So he's in this place of just wanting to love. And and you can feel the purity behind that. It's just I want to love and I want to nurture this woman. 
and help her in any way that I can. But he goes into masculine, uh, just like that one track mind, right? Where they just, they just want to get a job done. They can't see anything else. They're not taking in any other information, right? So it's just solely focused on, I will massage this woman now. Not, and like all of his, his receptors have switched off. So he's not really necessarily feeling me. He's not listening. I'm giving him cues. So I'm saying, uh, I don't really want to take my pants off. <laughs> they're off. He comes and he rips lay them down, off. Lay down and they're <laughs> off. Just relax. Well, yeah, I'm going to massage you. But I can feel that he's still coming from this this beautiful... There is no sexual push coming from him. He He's literally just wanting to give me a massage and just nurture and love me in that way. So I'm going along with this. Meanwhile, I'm getting really, really angry. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm, I'm like lying down going, wow, this doesn't even feel good because I'm so angry that my pants are off because we have, because I have um, not held to my boundary and my word wasn't, I felt that my word wasn't respected. Now he didn't even really hear my word because he's just He's just in one track mind of like, okay, if I'm going to massage her properly, I'm going to massage her whole body. From is... her ankles all the way up to the back, all yes. the way to your shoulders. Yes. And yes. put a nice cool towel on you to <laughs> calm you down. I hated. That didn't work. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It, was, it didn't start good and then it, it didn't finish good, did it? <laughs> but it finished good the next day. Perfect. So. Nice sleep. So the beautiful part of this was it actually took me... So this is part of why I say no stone left unturned. So this took me to a place where how many times... Oh, wait. So before I say that, I also want to say I didn't I didn't um, want to share with him that, I'm, that I want my pants on because it's going to offend him, right? So because we know yeah. men have fragile egos and we can so easily just crush them by telling them no or... Uh, just especially around sex, right? We know that we can just crush them like a little ant the second we say they have a small penis or the second we say no, they feel rejected, they go into little boy wounded, yada, 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 yada. We've all, we all know this place, right? But here's the thing, ladies. How many times have you not held your boundary because you didn't want to hurt his precious ego? And that part is the fucked up part. That's the part that we need to heal in self because that's bullshit. So the beautiful thing of where this experience took me to was so simple, so little, but it was like the hundred times that I slept with a man because I didn't want to hurt his precious feelings, right? Or the hundred times that I went further than what my boundary was because I didn't want him to feel bad and feel rejected and God knows what. So I actually took one for the team and I actually ended up really, really hurting myself by not honoring myself, not honoring my boundaries. So what this took me to was this little experience of just feeling into all of the times, not just in this life, right? Just like it opened up like Pandora's box of, wow, this is something massive the day before mystery school, right? Which <laughs> of, is even worse. Of course, as, as usual, right? Like, it's always divine timing. Um, and for you, so tell me the next day when we spoke. 
Well, Tell me what it took. Well, from that, the energy of that time, just there, you know what I mean? Like, the, the part of it, well, you know, like, you're just saying you feel rejected. Well, it did. It, it did feel like you disrespected my love to you. I was trying to love you. And I felt, I can't even rub you now. I mean, gee, <coughs> what the hell's going on here? So it did fire me up in a way that I didn't want anything sexual. But the next day, thinking about it, I had to then, I mean, I went deep into that the next day and I owned the part. And the only part, the part that had to be owned was I, I didn't listen. Yeah. I didn't listen to your wants. Yeah. And that was the one-minded thing where I came into, I was invited into your space. And, you know, I'm sure if it was done in the right way, everything would have been probably a magnificent scene of loving and, and caring. But it doesn't really matter. What happened was I didn't listen to your wants and your wants were... What they wanted, what your body wanted, was to be loved elsewhere. But yet, I came in from a different place, which created that wave that made you feel what you felt, yep. which was, in a way, I've told you, and I'll say it again, I did violate your body, and it's no different to having trying to rape you. You know, it, it is pretty deep. Um, place to to own it and admit the end of the day that's what happened I took control in a in a way that what I wanted to do not what your what you wanted to have you know what I mean what your body wanted to have and feel was completely opposite in the way I changed it and put control in my perspective it's like me holding you down a ransom really in the way that that you didn't want you didn't want that you know you didn't feel it was it wasn't a comfortable place to be at the next day but owning that and explaining myself to you that allowed you to then understand I got it you know what I mean yeah um yeah and and it's just again it, it wasn't present right I wasn't I wasn't listening and it's and it's not an easy job to do you know sometimes where we do get in that mode where we just want to love the crap out of you, but we're not listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. we're not listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and that's where it can get to a place where you are feeling my love and you're wanting to, you are wanting to let me love you, but you don't want to be in that place. It's not what you're asking for. Yet you were then surrendered to that and let me control you and push those boundaries, which are the boundaries which are distorted in men you know what I mean and that's where it can get as you spoke earlier where it can get a little bit tricky and, and can yeah. get or bring you back into a place of not feeling you know where you are, your body is taken advantage of you know what I mean uh, yeah. sexually you yeah. know what I mean and, and then I snap oh, well yeah <laughs> well, why wouldn't you <laughs> Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, you know I mean, because but it was it was so it was just it's a tiny example, right? Like we have been through thousands of these, th- thousands. This is just like one tiny little one that just came up. But I think 
the beautiful part is where it takes you, where tantric relationships will take you, those hidden parts, right? Like, I don't know what else on the planet would have taken me to feel into all of the times that I have let my boundaries be watery or let my boundaries be crossed Yeah, yeah. by a man. Um, and so that's a tiny, 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 tiny little thing. Um, but we should wrap this up. And I want to... Yeah. I want to just wrap it up by giving some, maybe some tips around Tantra. I got some requests last week from some women saying, can you tell us more stuff about Tantra? Can you give us more tips about Tantra? And Mystery School, there are two beautiful couples, two women who are doing Mystery School, but they're married. And their marriages are extraordinarily Tantric relationships. And they've been, they've been practicing Tantra, deep, deep, deep Tantra, um, authentic Tantra for years and both of them their number one thing was shadow work when at like what are give us some tantric practices what shadow work own your shadow and and I cannot trust it, trust it too everything that gets brought up right like intimate relationship brings you and shows you places within self that nothing else can and until you start owning that stuff clearing that stuff healing that stuff you will never get to the tantric stuff that they're talking about Right, you will never get to the cervical orgasms. You'll never have the the high heights of feeling one with somebody and one with the rest of the universe until you own that stuff. That's it. That's the work. That's that's tantra. Well, we should go to another stone, eh? <laughs> Can we wait till tomorrow to turn one over? <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much ladies for uh, listening to this random new whatever last minute let's just turn the audio on and have a little conversation with Stav Um, but I have a feeling that you might be appearing here and there randomly maybe yes I'd like to be like that guy from um, Home Improvement what's his name yeah that no one sees his oh, face. Oh, the guy on the other side of the fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. I like him. Yeah, all right. To, all right. What's his Tim the tool man and his neighbor? Yeah. I like that guy. Okay, fair enough. So no video, just audio. Just video, head, oh. eyes up. Yeah, you know I mean, so give him. Right. Yeah, yeah, I reckon that's good. That's because you like your hair. I love my hair. <laughs> He's got the best hair on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies. Um, If you're listening to this when it's been released, there are some new events that have just been posted. So we've got a Sedona event coming up. Honey, how does that feel? Eclipse. That's the Eclipse workshop. The best. The best. Eclipse works are the best. It's most opening. Eclipse scare him. (laughs) No, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. Because they're so big. Big, big, Uh, big. So Sedona is happening during an eclipse. That's massive. Um... And then we're, we've got the two UK events posted. We've got a retreat happening in Australia. So all of that stuff is new, um, all happening in the first part of 2018. If, if Rewilding is singing to you, um, I would love to see you in person. Also, last thing, honey, inner circle membership. Happening? You get that what I just talked about on the video. We just recorded the video of this. I couldn't move. I couldn't move because it needed to be clean audio, right? Oh, okay. Uh, so Inner Circle is launching end of November in just a few weeks. 
So that's our way of deeply working online. Uh, it's affordable. It's everything happens online in your own home. Uh, and it's deep. Like it is watch the video on it. So even if you have zero interest in doing uh, work in rewilding or online or in the inner inner circle, uh, just watch the video because it's pretty it's pretty intense. <laughs> it's really intense. <laughs> Nothing changes. <laughs> All right. Love I, you, I love you so 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 much, and I will see you next week. Take care.